This is your world. This is your world. This is your world. This is your news. This is your news. This is your news. This is. This is. This is. This is. Global Examiner. Global Examiner. Global Examiner. Global Examiner. This is Global Examiner, and this is your world. Today's top stories, airline says no more monkey business. Luxury cruises ditching Uncle Sam? What do they have to hide? Hot burglar alert, have you been burgled by him? Should condoms be available at the Beijing Olympics? What about hugs? We have a live report from Global Examiner. This is your world, and I'm its hosts, Ron Ecstasy, joined by my correspondents, Devin Welsh and John Biedrin. Let's get right to the news. Airline says it will stop monkey shipments after Pennsylvania crash. Kenya Airways will not renew its contract with the shipper when it expires this month, airline CEO Alan Kilavuka said. The airline flew the animals from Mauritius, an island nation in the Indian Ocean, to New York. On January 21st, a truck towing a trailer with 100 monkeys collided with a dump truck on a Pennsylvania highway. Several of the monkeys escaped. Authorities said later that three were shot and killed and they accounted for the rest. A CDC spokeswoman declined to give the location of the facility or say what the lab intended to do with the monkeys. What? They have been in high demand since the beginning of the pandemic for testing vaccines. Now, everybody, I'm joined here with uh, resident monkey expert, uh, Devin Welsh. Devin, what can you tell us about this story? Well, first, I'd like to say thank you for having me, and also that uh, we should refer to them as circopathicidae, which is the, uh, the Latin, the technical term for these monkeys, uh, but we can, of course, use the layman's term monkeys going forward. But I just wanted to kind of clear the air on that one. Circopathicidae? Um, that's right. Circopathicidae. That's right. Um, okay. These uh, <clears throat> these creatures are uh, very beautiful, have a very uh, wonderful uh, history to them. And uh, Now, Devin, as the resident um, monkey expert, or I guess tailed primate expert, whatever mm-hmm. you prefer to call them, uh-huh. uh, now, how... how contagious and how uh, given over to disease are there circopathicidae compared to other monkeys? Well, John, that's a very interesting question that uh, it would actually take so long to answer that question that I, I can't go into it here on this. Uh, well, good. Thank you. Thank you for you not going into that. they're more full of viruses generally or less full than the other I would monkey? say more full, much more. Okay. Now, this seems to kind of focus uh, its attention to a monkey supply chain issue. It seems as though there are uh, and is a need for vaccine testing with these primates, Circopathicidae. Um, but is this kind of alluding to some sort of larger supply chain issue? Do these monkeys maybe not want to work? Are they? Is it because of the stimulus checks that they don't want to work? 
These monkeys have been receiving, yeah, all kinds of government handouts, and um, that has led to a serious supply chain issue. Mm. Um, as well as the monkey owners, they've been living it up, and mm. um, and so it's caused them to just kick back, put their feet up, uh, watch some TV, instead of driving these monkeys where they need to be according to their, their contracts. And so we're, we're looking at a situation where one car crash involving a uh, hundred lost monkeys can throw many industries into complete disorder. Now, uh, first off, I would just want to jump in here, Ron, again, thank you so much for having me on the global examiner. Always a privilege. Um, mm -hmm. Now you kind of put the horse before the cart. When you, you introduced the segment, you said that these monkeys were being used to test vaccinations, mm. but in the yes. story, the CDC spokeswoman declined to give the location or say what the lab intended to do with the monkeys. So are we yes. assuming that they were used for vaccinations or, or are we to assume that there is a perhaps secretive pernicious use for these monkeys that um, they are uncomfortable sharing with the American people? Well, yeah, I, I uh, recently spoke with CDC spokeswoman who uh, also declined to give the location. But then um, she asked me if I have gotten a vaccine and then stated that she was testing vaccines on primates and then said she couldn't tell me what they were going to do with the primates. Kind of a double speak situation. And right. uh, I asked if it was, in fact, vaccine. She declined to comment even though she asked me uh, about my vaccine and then now, said that she was testing them on on monkeys. She now, then declined to say again that she was not testing them. Now, Ron, you yourself are also what would be considered a primate. Yes, I am a high primate. Um, you, I, are you one of the of the primates? Did, she, that, did this CDC yeah. person happen to tag you on your ear? Uh, no, that is a uh, piercing that I recently got at Claire's in the mall uh, just last Tuesday. Uh, has nothing to do with me speaking with the CDC spokeswoman who declined to give the location of the facility and what they intended to do at that lab, even though she told me uh, that they tested so, vaccines. Gentlemen, I'm going to break in here and just say as the monkey expert, as the circopathicidae expert, I, I'm going to suggest that potentially, in addition to testing vaccines on these, on these monkeys, they're also testing wonder drugs that... Um, mm lead to states of euphoria and pleasure that we mm. uh, that we have never experienced before. And okay. so with that in mind, we should maybe consider these monkeys to be very, very lucky indeed to, um, mm -hmm. to be getting these, these, un, these unknown wonder drugs, um, even if it yeah. is uh, just for testing. Now, it, it, considering that they were on this plane, Air Kenya, or Kenya Airways, I should say, because I, I recently spoke with their CEO, uh, Alan Kilavuka. Um, now, they're, they're not going to be allowed to be flying into the United States anymore. And this is not an immigration issue. This is purely because of their primate status. Now, I have an idea. Now, please, Devin, let me know if this would work. Should monkeys just change their names to primates? just to get on the plane and just say, I'm not a monkey, I'm a primate. Right, right, to kind of confuse the issue, you know, to, yeah. uh, to, to, to pose the question to the border guard, you know, right. to say, I am a primate, I, I identify as a primate, not as a monkey, and thus mm. I essentially am equivalent to a human being. Right. I think and it would lead to a, a, a series of very serious legal questions that okay. uh, 
we don't have the time to answer in depth well, here. It would, but it would certainly lead to a series of appeals to higher and higher court authorities. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd have to see it at a state level, go up to the Supreme Court, and in fact, it might even have to go up to a circus court. Oh, there, there is actually, oh. yeah, a circus court, a primate Cir- court uh, that is has a higher authority than the Supreme Court that we do mm-hmm. not talk about very often because. Cases very, uh, very rarely go to that level, but yeah, and and do not get this confused with the kangaroo court. This has nothing to do with the kangaroo court. That's a lower level, an appellate court that you will find uh, many, many, you know, uh, things on their on their docket, many animal things on their docket. But this is a circus uh, court. Yeah, those um, are marsupials. Totally different issue. Yes. That is like separated mm-hmm. as as far as church and state goes. Now, now yeah. I just want to, before we, before we wrap up with this story, I would like to just zoom in on the fact that these, these monkeys, uh, today, uh, were found in Pennsylvania. Now, if you would ask me, what is Pennsylvania known for? I would say nothing, but, uh, <laughs> just looked at a map and I found out that Hershey chocolate is headquartered there. Uh, John, do you think these, these monkeys were looking to maybe, Pilfer sweet, sweet chocolates from the Hershey factory in PA? Well, now one thing I do know, or that is an unconfirmed rumor, but that has been mentioned to me by various sources on this issue, is that these monkeys were trained in the lab to respond to sweet, sweet chocolates. Mm. The scientists mm-hmm. would use these chocolates to control the monkey's behavior and may or may not have also accelerated a super intelligence in these monkeys uh, as a side effect of some other testing. So it is very possible that these monkeys knew exactly where the headquarters of the sweet chocolate that they loved so much was and had, in a way, uh, controlled the situation to crash the uh, monkey delivery truck on its own in order to escape. Now, that Um, is just absolutely fascinating. So this is an unconfirmed source now, but yes, this is is one of the things that many people are starting to to talk about. Yeah, and John's always protecting his sources. Let's... Yes. As the expert here, I just want to break in with an alternate interpretation uh, based on a documentary film that I recently saw uh, that I think pertains to Mm -hmm. and is about the the Hershey factory in question in Pennsylvania, which is a film called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It goes into a whole, it's a very kind of, um, you know, it it shows what's really going on in these chocolate factories. And and you can see that there are a number of uh, employees that uh, do not enter the factory, mm-hmm. never seen entering, mm-hmm. never seen okay. exiting, always right. hard at work. They're called mm-hmm. Oompa Loompas. Okay. Um, but these is Oompa that Loompas... A, is that, is that two a regional O's? thing? Is that yeah. two O's? I'm writing this down. I'm... Yeah. And so there's actually... The Oompa Loompas are, are no exception to the wave of uh, labor strikes and labor shortages that have been occurring across America. And um, okay. I think that these monkeys could be... Um, under the under the radar, being brought in as strike mm. breakers hmm. to Scabs, work for yes. peanuts. Yeah, that's right. And for the yes. sweet sweet chocolate that they love so much. Right. Yeah. That is that is very interesting because mm. it reminds me. I've also been doing a bit of circopathicidae a research, watching documentaries about. Now, are these um, original research, these documentaries you two are watching that, yeah, so, as, as scientists and researchers that you're making yourself? Or is, are these, these no, are, are not, you renting these DVDs? Uh, yeah, these are I'm academic sources. The, the one that I... Okay. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's called uh, Dunstan Checks In. And it's about a, uh, um, a circopathicidae that uh-huh. uh, it, it checks into a hotel. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, it's does in. It, it's does in it do Hershey. any work? 
Well, it's in, uh, it's in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it does some some work. Uh, I got to be. I didn't get to finish it. Mm-hmm. So we um, don't know if Dunstan checks out. No, it it checks out that because I did watch part of it. But uh, anyway, let's 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 stick to the to the we. we listen, our bot the boss is gonna. We have to. We just have to do this. Finish the story. Okay. okay so, okay. Uh, um. Devin, thank you so much for your expert Circopithidae uh, supply chain issue that you mentioned. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And the documentaries that you watch. Thank you. Yeah. And um, Kenya, Kenya Airways is has been a proud sponsor, but we, we uh, feel bad for them losing that contract. Uh, and John, thank you very much as well. Let's, uh, let's move along. Okay. All right, we have a news story here. A Miami-bound luxury cruise has diverted to the Bahamas to avoid arrest by the feds. Uh-oh. A luxury cruise ship carrying hundreds of passengers and bound for Miami diverted to the Bahamas on Saturday in order to avoid arrest tied to unpaid fuel bills totaling more than $1.2 million. Okay, so I think we know what's going on here with the the Biden administration. Gas prices are out of control. And That's right. Uh, yes, that is so big. Can we blame uh, these luxury cruise ships for you know running away on these bills when the bills they're not fair in the first place? They're they're well, overpriced. And Devin, may I just uh, sort of uh, come in here and just say it, it is it is seeming that as these these cruise lines are running in the Biden America and in the Biden open seas. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One must assume that some of these cruises are being uh, uh, run by the president himself. He's at the helm. Okay. He's the one burning these precious fuels. Hmm. Yeah, we know he loves big boats. And um, yeah, we I have seen him driving with a captain hat from time to time. Yeah, and I've seen him wearing the captain hat, his cutoff shorts, down at the docks in Delaware. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's filling up the tank of gas on the on the cruise ship sometimes now is he stopping at a nice round number when he undoes the pump handle or is he just letting it ride uh he just lets it ride because he says that he doesn't have time apparently just to stop it on exact numbers yeah Uh, but he is superstitious so it has to be an even number that's the only kind of thing that he that he does but it's also like uh sometimes he prepays so it just stops at the at the thing but in this instance didn't prepay at all. He's 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 not paying, is what the news article is telling us here. Right. So let me let me let me read a little deeper here. It says Crystal Cruises announced on Wednesday that the same day that a lawsuit was filed in federal court that it was suspending the uh, its operations through the end of April. The next day, U.S. District Judge Darren Gales. Gale Wind uh, issued a warrant <laughs> to have federal marshals board the ship and take it into custody once it reached Miami. Now, taking the ship into custody is difficult. I don't know if you have ever tried to put a handcuffs on a, on a uh, <laughs> three hundred foot long ship, but lift that difficult. thing out of the water too. It's 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 heavy even in the water, but once you try to pull it out, it gets a lot heavier. Now, mm-hmm. I will say that there are plenty of places to plant drugs onto the ship to frame it for a more uh, punitive uh, crime. Hmm. 
absolutely never, never knew about anything like that i've never yeah. known anything well there's a lot of rooms uh on cruise ships so mm. you know there's always plenty of hiding places so uh passengers were told that they needed to disembark and make their own way home and then a second ship from the embattled crystal cruise lines has cut its short its short trip cut cut its trip short <laughs> and <laughs> offloaded passengers in the bahamas as this company is facing legal disputes over these millions of dollars of fuel bills. Now, now, so are we, so there's two cruise ships in the Bahamas, one that was supposed to disembark in Miami and -hmm. all of the passengers who were on it with the understanding that they had to find, they had to hitchhike their way home from Miami. Yes. And then now they're in the Bahamas. This reminds me of a documentary that I saw recently called Pirates of the Caribbean, that uh, sort of historical piece about the pirate times and, you know, Mm. how the Bahamas and this whole area of the world was used, you know, for people to get away with uh, doing all kinds of crazy crimes. And we're seeing it again today. I think, you know, it maybe shows that uh, we're reverting back to an earlier period in history. Yeah. That is mm. fascinating. I've never seen that documentary. I, 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 adding it to my list next to Oompa Loompa, and, and uh, yeah, this is this is a cause for concern. And I gotta say that if I were a uh, cruise ship patron, I don't know if there's ever been a worse cruise to be on. Certainly than, not. Than uh, this Crystal Cruise Line, uh, yeah, that is absolutely. getting, you know, pulled over by the uh, by the cops. The police, the police department is here now to, to, to pull over the boat. It seems that there's a bit of a uh, uh, a uh, sort of a refugee immigration uh, mm-hmm. people sneaking into the Bahamas issue here mm-hmm. with all of these people unloaded. Uh, now we don't have a register in front of us, but given the supply chain issues with the current monkey shines going on, yes, is it possible that? the cruise ships are being used to reroute expensive cyclothepides to uh, sort of skirt uh, tariffs and import fees. You know what? That is an extremely salient point. And I I think you could be correct. This is just more incredible information that I I never really thought of. A new wrinkle in my brain, you could say. Um, I believe it, John. I believe it. Now, I don't know if you're reporting that with sources. Well, in order to protect my sources, I can't let you know whether or not that people have been saying this. I forgot I will say that that I have heard it. Yeah. So the the question that we should be approaching here is, um, why do people go on cruises in the first place? And should they continue doing so? Uh, Listen, I've never been on a cruise. I've Ever never in- been on a cruise either. I I have no idea what they're like. I don't know anything about them really. John, I no. definitely have not been on a cruise right. from the years 2017 to 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but certainly yeah, w- not, especially hmm. the year 2020. No. Yeah, why would anybody want to go on it? That's a, another great question. I I would say like uh, either to raise money for something or. Um, mm-hmm. Promote something. Promote. But I mean, I think it's a bad idea. I mean, yeah, I think no, it's terrible. Idea. anyone that wants to get into that, I think would be making a big, big mistake. And uh, this story, you know, this this cruise chaos is mm. uh, is more proof uh, of the, the correctness of that opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Bahamas, the Bahamas are being overrun by cruise going Americans. Um, yeah. It's uh, 
it's it's an, I'm sure it's an issue internally in the Bahamas, uh, but mm-hmm. we'll have to uh, dig into some sources to uh, go deeper on that. That that is true. Uh, we we have uh, brand new shovels that we will be digging deeper into these kinds of stories once we arrive in uh, uh, the Bahamas, which we are looking forward to being there and uh, finding out some more. I got my swim trunks on already. Now, um, yeah, the Crystal Serenity was uh, originally scheduled to take about 200 passengers on a three and a half month expedition. That sounds, that doesn't, no, that does not sound good. But two days after leaving Miami, they announced it would be, they would be suspending their operations, as we said, through April and canceled those uh, port calls since then. So that is uh, something that we are obviously going to be taking a look at. We will be staying buoyant with our uh, cruise ship uh, friends and families and uh, business acquaintance that may be out there and any and we will be following any lawsuit that has to deal with cruise ships. And yeah. their owners. With the Crystal owners. Cruises, I'm sure lawsuits are going to be coming their way. And I will be eating my popcorn because that will just be delicious. That's and right. we will be looking for Serenity, the mm. the ship, Crystal Serenity. We will be inquiring uh, as to its whereabouts. Yeah. I went to a kindergarten with somebody named Crystal Serenity, but it's just... Uh, Okay, so let's move along to uh, the next story we have here. Uh, we got a hot burglar on the run. Watch hot burglar out. wanted by cops drives women crazy on social media. Now, these women, only women have been driven crazy by this. And let's let me tell you uh he did not have a driver's license so uh jonathan cahill might be able to ditch his life of crime for one of modeling fashion and money at least that's what millions of women eyeing his wanted poster seem to think millions millions of women millions they've uh, ca- been but counting. not a single man uh was was tempted <laughs> no. by this cus- this character whatsoever no we all retained our dignity. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the West Yorkshire uh, Police Department in the UK put out a wanted bulletin Thursday saying, hey, can you help us locate Jonathan Cahill, who has been recalled to prison? He is 37 years old and believed to be residing in the Wakefield area. Please share our appeal below and contact us if you can help our officers locate him. Guess what they did? They shared that appeal. And, and I, I would just like to say that this is... Uh, just to you know, get into the mix here. This mm-hmm. this is just a a, a shocking development that the uh, protests over the last few years and all of the calls to defund the police mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. reached even into the United Kingdom, yes. where police officers are forced to put up posters asking for citizens to volunteer to mm-hmm. investigate crimes in their area. Yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, well, yeah, people did. They did. They shared that appeal. And uh, Jonathan Cahill's mug. Not that that's his mugshot hit social media like wildfire along with a flood of pretty hilarious social media comments, mostly from Cahill's new female fans. <laughs> so um, you got to look this guy up. His name's Jonathan Cahill. And boy, is he attractive. 
if you're a woman. Is, if you're a woman. If you're a woman. It, if you're a yeah. man, you have no opinion if, whatsoever. But none. And if you're a man, you're disgusted because this is a criminal. Yeah. Absolutely. It doesn't yeah. matter what he looks like. I, I don't see handsomeness. I just no. see criminality. No. Exactly. Um, now, listen, I've been reading through, I've been really paying attention to this extremely closely. Me too. And um, not, I don't think he's attractive or anything. I, oh, God, uh, no. But, but I've I been was studying I, the mugshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I, I've been looking at some of the comments left on the uh, West Yorkshire Police Department in the UK's uh, appeal. Now, mm -hmm. listen, can I share some of my faves? Sure. Yeah, oh, please. Okay. Might leave my doors unlocked and bedroom door open, you bad, bad man. Now, Ugh. let me remind you, this is a criminal. This is terrible. This is... I, I don't this know is, what kind of a person would write that, but it's it's inappropriate. A, a woman wrote it. Um, <laughs> Clearly. And, the kind of person it is. Um, it would have to be. So another comment here. Bloody hell. He'll be smashing a few more back doors in. <laughs> yes, Ooh. he will. Because he's, he's a, a criminal. serial criminal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Back door That's is, of what course, they do. Re referring to the back door of a home and yeah. nothing to do with the human body Often whatsoever. Often door. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, the keys are under the pot, Jonathan. Clearly now, pot, an accomplice. Pot, pot's illegal in, in this is um, an, the UK. And this is one of Cahill's many accomplices. accomplices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is a person who needs to be immediately investigated for any wrongdoing. Yeah. Now, you might be asking, for what was he recalled to prison and we don't know, actually. <laughs> we have no idea. We don't care, frankly. All we need to know is that the police have deemed him a criminal and uh, we are following their instructions to the letter. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, another another comment somebody said, does he need a place to hide? Now, that's illegal, too. You, the, you the cannot man, be offering a shelter. Another of no. the accomplices. We, we've, uh, officer, officer, they're right over here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, I have to re review the first comment that I decided was inexcusable and despicable. Might mm -hmm. leave my doors unlocked and bedroom door open, you bad, bad man. Mm -hmm. Now, I was a bit rash in my judgment here, but this may be someone who's trying to help the police by telling right. Jonathan okay. Cahill to enter their home in an attempt to ensnare them in a kind of entrapment plot. Mm -hmm. Right. It's yeah. a sting yeah. operation. Thank you so much for your efforts. However, again, please... Don't endanger yourself. Please just report any suspicious activity you see or if you know any about his whereabouts. Don't in involve yourself. Yeah. You know, it's very dangerous. Yes. Yeah. If you're listening you to this. what this man is capable of, think about it. I mean, I can't stop thinking about uh, being at oh. home. Your doors are locked. It's the middle of the night. Okay. You're yep. wearing just a nightshirt. Nothing underneath yeah. because it's been pretty hot. Okay. Yeah. So you just got this long flowing uh, sort of gown on. Okay. Mm. And you're home alone and you're a little nervous. Okay. And you hear the sound outside. Mm -hmm. And first, you what don't know it? if it's the wind. It sounds like a tapping. Mm -hmm. You go downstairs to investigate. Hmm. And all of a sudden, your back door bursts open mm. in this hulking, brawly, mm. symmetrically faced, clean yes. cut, rough, beautiful figure His standing abs in the doorway. Are, you can glistening. see the abs through the t shirt. He's so strong. He's sweating because he's nervous because he's committing an illegal crime. He's so cool, too. <laughs> he, yeah. And, and then he, he starts walking towards you and. and you, you there's nowhere you to go. There's nowhere to go. You back up to the wall. I mean, this this scenario keeps going through my brain over mm. and over and over again, uh, ever since this story broke. So it's it's wow. chilling. Thank you, John. It's, it's a chilling. chilling vision. 
Yeah, it's breaking me too. I uh yeah. So uh guys, I just got some some actual uh sad news. Some I I actually got some sad news. Um mm-hmm. West Yorkshire police have broken the hearts of his admirers uh after he revealing that Jonathan Cahill has been caught. Um Oh, that's great news. Yeah. <laughs> Spokesman for the force said an appeal was previously circulated in relation to Jonathan Cahill, 37, who was wanted uh, on recall to prison. Again, we don't know if it's a violent, violent crime that he's committed or perhaps uh, he tried paying for uh, a bushel of potatoes with some postage stamps. Uh, (laughs) We can't confirm that, but... uh, (laughs) Not confirm either or. No. But uh, he has been arrested and is in custody now. John, I got a question for you. Have you ever have you ever uh, seen a hot criminal? Um, I just told you that I've been seeing one in my in my dreams every night. Yeah, that's true. But, but uh, really... in the real world, now I mean, I have okay. I have to. But the question that... of whether he's hot from a man's perspective is kind of uh, Schrodinger's cat. It's kind of you don't know one way or the other. Yeah, well, I wasn't talking about a guy, obviously. Because men yeah, can't right, perceive right. the hotness of other men. Right. But if it was no, a woman, I, a hot woman criminal, of course we we would. Oh we my would, god! Yeah, yeah that's I'm what I was asking. You. I was mainly asking, like, if if the like, you know, oh, I see, like the girl, like a uh, a, girl, a hot, hot girl burglar. or something. Because you said hot burglar, my mind immediately jumped to, you know, six one strapping, bolt mm-hmm. brawly, thirty seven, you know, tight shirt. 37. Resides in the Wakefield Salt and area. Salt hair. Yeah. Lots yeah. of muscles. Maybe one or two tasteful tattoos. Right. And a little no, mix I'm of not danger talking. in the air. No, I'm not That's where about. my mind went. I know. And I have I, just one, a philosophical yeah. question. Is okay. is a hot criminal really a criminal at all? Is uh, if, if, a, if a criminal uh, is hot enough, do they cease to be a criminal? Yeah, that's... Uh, that's, that's a fair point. That's a good question to that ask. That is good. I think, um, yeah, if it, it kind of like... Kind of doesn't matter if you're hot, if like. Well, if I look at you and I don't see criminal, then you mm-hmm. must not be one. You know, right. it's sort of like pornography. Like I know it when I see it. Right. Mm. Of course. I don't know it. I don't think. I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, that's uh, <laughs> just a turn of phrase. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. so um, yeah, the uh, I maybe I would like to be burgled by a hot burglar but like uh ladies only as i said mentioned or that earlier yeah now right, i am so. i am getting reports that jonathan cahill's cell is being flooded with love letters yeah um from the millions of women who found him so sexually attractive yes yeah, so in which when, case i would like to say that good for them because they know where he is now yep and his life will never be the same nope because he's a criminal so, uh, women, uh, if you're if you're listening, I encourage you to look up a picture of Jonathan Cahill, the criminal from the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. and I encourage you to share it, uh, even though he's caught, just to let your friends know that uh, the criminals are out there, and they should be locked away um, permanently. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, that's a beautiful news story out of the United Kingdom, but now we have a special report. From the Global Examiner Sports Desk, it's the Global Examiner Olympic Olympic Look look of the Week. I didn't know we were doing of the weeks again. I mean, Peter uh, Turquoise said, was that instinct? 
Yeah, well, I could tell you couldn't help yourself. Peter no, said no said more it. of the weeks, but uh, anyway, it just felt so natural. I oh no, okay, so uh, we got a headline here coming from China, who is hosting the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. Condoms are available, but hugs are discouraged at the Beijing Winter Olympics. So Olympic organizers are keeping up with the tradition of making condoms available to athletes. <laughs> Despite detailed social distancing guidelines intended to curb the spread of COVID-19 within the closed loop in which the games will take place. Mm. All Olympic related units will provide appropriate quantities of condoms for free at the appropriate time to tell people who've checked in to stay inside the loop. Organizers told Reuters by email on Tuesday. So, Ron, I just want to break in. Could we get a fact check on the appropriate quantities of condoms? Because this is a subjective opinion. How many condoms mm. is appropriate for each Olympian? Uh, for each Olympian, yeah. what is appropriate is around 50 to 60 condoms. Now, wow. Okay. But I was going to say one. No, you're thinking, you're thinking, you're not thinking, John. The, <laughs> these are Olympians after all. These are not yeah. everyday people that just require one condom. They only, mm -hmm. they only need one. These people need well, one, many. And maybe not, not even use it. I mean, just to have in your wallet, just in case. That's right. But again, John, you're you're not thinking. These are these are thinking, Olympians. John. You're not John, thinking you're, at I all. I don't John. see what their race has to do with how many condoms they use. John, stop thinking. The Olympian people <laughs> are not more sexually promiscuous than other races. John, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay? The the Olympics are lasting from February fourth to twenty. Twentieth. February twentieth. <laughs> it's the shortest goddamn month of the year. They're not even okay? using the whole thing. And we need to give these people some condoms because 50 to 60, how many days is that? 16 days? What is 60 divided by 15? Come on, John, I'm waiting. What is the answer? Do some uh, mental math. So they'll need probably a dozen condoms a day. Is that right? I don't know, Devin. I didn't ask you. I asked John and he's supposed <laughs> to give me an answer and he's just <laughs> staring at me with his mouth open. Uh, three and a, three quarters a day. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So that seems pretty reasonable to me. Does that answer your question, Devin? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hey, can we take the town a bit, you guys? I mean, I'm sorry. I know this is a hot newsroom, but I'm getting a little like I'm nervous here now. Oh, I'm sorry. Peter is well, listening, John. We, we need to keep going here. Yeah, uh, so journalists who checked into the Guizhou uh, Hotel, which is inside the closed loop, found five individually wrapped condoms in each room. The show's so much harder to record now. They were individually packed in different colored envelopes decorated with an image of a Chinese lantern. Organizers did not immediately see how many condoms they would distribute. See, they, they don't even cheeky. know. They don't know. They have, they have no, no idea. idea. Nobody knows. No, they're going to figure it out later. It doesn't... Well, they were going to evaluate everyone based on their attractiveness and their sort of like, you know, mm. how suave they are. That's oh. right. Okay. Yeah. That now, that's the first, a lot of people don't realize this, but in the Olympics, the first event is not, you know, shot put or whatever, mm -hmm. because many people have very, you know, antiquated ideas about the Olympics. Mm -hmm. The first event is the makeout contest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And whoever wins gets the most condoms. That's cool. right. 
gold medal for me probably and we will be uh, covering the makeout contest in vivid detail on global examiner that is right we will we will be uh reporting live live uh depending on some some airline tickets from our new boss peter turquoise uh he said that we had to go actually he said yeah, that there was other stuff he needed us to do there yeah he said that and then he said like just check your email for the uh Airline tickets. I'll get them to number. you yeah. this morning, t- tomorrow morning. And it's we like, still have this morning. Yeah, we still haven't it's gotten them. But uh, he's probably going to listen to this though. Um, so, uh, in the playbook of COVID nineteen measures for the games personnel, athletes are instructed to minimize physical interactions such as hugs, high fives, and handshakes, and to maintain a social distance of at least two meters from fellow competitors. But again, now they are giving it- them condoms to yeah. kind of encourage these athletes these athletic fuck machines to get to start engaging with one another to make super super duper athletes we've mentioned this yeah. before we mentioned it with the tokyo olympics we mentioned Olympian it. village of the gods yeah, yeah. we mentioned so it with the, super race the, now, hu- I, the, the houston the, ping pong competition yeah. we talked about how they need to be fucking too but john uh, John, how do we how do we resolve the the ten, the seeming contradiction here? Because they want to maintain a social distance of two meters, but they are providing condoms. What does that mean? I have two words for you, Devin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Darwinian evolution. Hmm. Now, I the understand. Olympic competitors who have uh, penises at least two meters in length mm-hmm. will be able to easily curtail these COVID nineteen social distance measures, reproducing a super breed of highly skilled athletic competitors with enormous penises who mm-hmm. are also evolutionarily more adept at uh, avoiding viruses and viral outbreaks mm-hmm. because they have to stay two meters away. That's right. That sounds crazy, man. I like that. Well, we all remember um, the last last summer's Tokyo uh, games. Organizers said that they plan to give away 150,000 condoms, but told athletes to take them home rather than use them at the Olympic Village due to uh, social distancing rules. And remember, we, we talked about some uh, uh, some condom technology where they're making extremely micro-thin condoms at a, a factory in Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they I made believe... the most uh, sensitive condoms available, and then they told them, don't use them, by the way. Yeah, take Don't use home. these condoms. Go do this at Save home. Save these for later. Don't, yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty crazy out there. Um, they seem to be of two minds. But yeah, the the as we know, the Olympic condoms—that's a huge thing. Every Olympics, they love to tell us about condoms, and here we are again giving you that update. And you know, this has been uh, 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 a task that the IOC, the Inter- International Olympic Committee, has done since uh, 1988 Seoul Olympics to raise awareness of HIV and AIDS. And Tokyo, organi- Tokyo organizers said that the International Olympic Committee had requested their continued distribution. So, uh, Dev, I know that you're um, you're very much on the side of uh, these athletes taking the condoms home. That's right. Even even in Beijing, the now now this I'm not talking about the Summer Olympics. John, uh-huh. you 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 are adamantly on the side of. That they, you're not allowed to take any home. They all have to be used. In the village. In the That's village. Right. That's Absolutely. right. 
I, I couldn't disagree more with John on this issue uh, because, you know, to me, it's extremely important that these athletes stay focused. They do their job. They do what they're there to do, which is to perform athletically and not sexually. And I just mm. I don't even understand somebody who has a position like John. I just I mean, this is just the stupidest kind of rhetoric you hear from these kinds of people who want, mm. you know, Olympic athletes to deny their natural God-given urge to mm -hmm. procreate. Now, mm -hmm. of course, they can't be having, uh, you know, uh, uh, reproductive sex in the Olympic Village the entire time. No, but no, no, no. These are ubermensch. Okay, mm -hmm. you can't tell them. You can't tell a bird not to fly, and you can't tell, uh, you know, Yao Ming or whoever's going to be in the Olympics. He's might mm -hmm. probably he's aged up by now. Mm -hmm. Not to uh have crazy wild abandonment sex in yeah. the olympic village with some swedish girl that he just met okay right. See, because I, these people are above us okay and you got to give them the condoms to keep them safe but you can't tell them what to do and it's I, better that it happens in the olympic village okay just imagine the destruction that could happen if these people mm -hmm. were told to procreate outside of the olympic village wow i take a moral stand on this issue it's a moral issue but in addition to that it's a performance issue because hmm. we have seen over the course of the olympics we have seen that in the in the 1960 uh 64 mm. games uh, mm -hmm. i think it was um mm -hmm. where were those devin can you yeah. remind us uh, where yeah. those were you, you off the top of my head i but i do know that uh that there was a study performed where mm -hmm. when the athletes were permitted to procreate they were permitted to use their condoms performance dropped like a rock hmm. and yeah. we saw and no records is, being this broken is classic molly coddling let's give them all participation trophies okay mm. you want to test these athletes medal you want to really see what they're made of mm. have them have a marathon uh, bang sesh right mm. before a 1500 meter dash and see who wins now john are you saying that they shouldn't give out medals anymore that's correct i believe that the condoms are enough okay <laughs> well that is that i mean that i'm sold john wins uh thank you very much uh devin for that uh uh you know uh stance that you took but it was thank you it was rather weak compared to uh <laughs> my devin, strong john's i mean because john john was louder and angrier than uh I will you, do better. I will do better I, next time, Ron. I had a stronger, more erect argument. And you and you also said that the Olympics happened on the top of your head. On they do. Yes, yeah, sometimes they do. Um when I'm in a delirious state, uh, anything can happen, Ron. Well, thank you very much, Devin. I really appreciate that report. John, great job. Thank you. Good to be here again. Winner two weeks in a row. Didn't say that, John. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening to Global Examiner this week. We've really gone all over the globe, and we encourage you to listen more. In fact, we'll have another episode in the coming weeks, and we encourage you to share that one with your friends. It's been a lot of fun talking with you and into the microphone with my colleagues, Devin Welsh. Thank you. And John Biedrin. My pleasure. All right, everybody. This is Global Examiner, and this is your world. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye.